You're listening to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, brought to you by Altruist. I'm your host, Joe McGarry. Our guest today is Caroline Carl. She's the Deputy Director of Hawaii Energy. As Hawaii Energy's Deputy Director, Caroline oversees the detailed planning and execution of a range of energy-efficient programs helping Hawaii's families and businesses save money and make smart energy choices. She's responsible for the design of Hawaii Energy's new energy optimization initiatives, targeting peak demand reduction and load flexibility. Caroline has been extensively involved in energy research initiatives for Hawaii for the past 15 years, designing and developing programs and managing community outreach activities. She currently serves as board president for the Women in Renewable Energy and has been a board member of the Hawaii Solar Energy Association since 2018. She holds a BA in Environment and Development from McGill University and an MS in Geographic Information Science and Technology from the University of Southern California. Caroline Carl, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So nice to chat with you. Boy, well, it's very timely what you do. I mean, not only are we in Earth Month, but we're also in the middle of some global events that are affecting energy like nothing we've ever seen. Where shall we start? <laughs> well, you're not wrong. It's unprecedented. We're seeing extreme rises in cost of fuel and electricity as a re- result of global sanctions on on Russia and, and oil costs are increasing. And it's it's very challenging. Every month should be Earth Month, we were just remarking. It's very challenging because Hawaii already faces the highest cost of electricity in the nation by almost threefold. So our, our work and the work that I'm really dedicated to is focused on bringing smart energy solutions to customers so that they can manage their electric bills and come to and get us to our clean energy goals faster. What are some of your biggest challenges? And I know that they are multiple, I'm sure. But when you start your day off, well, what are the things that are just recurring challenges in getting people to understand what you're doing? So when we think about sustainability, I think a lot of folks and, and climate change, we see the effects, we're hearing about the drastic effects of climate change. You see soil erosion, beach erosion, all sorts of extreme weather events but what's not often t- tangible is our use of electricity. We can't see it. We don't prepay for it like gas. It's something that is work all consuming every day and all we do, but we don't necessarily recognize our impact on that. And I think really breaking it down for people to understand how their behaviors and what they utilize within their business or their home is always a challenge. But once we get over that barrier, there's so much benefit to seeing what you can do um, from an energy efficiency and conservation perspective. So that's a challenge. The other thing is cost. You know, we have high electricity costs, which we and we don't want to see costs rise at, at all. But we're in a place of pretty substantial inflation, rising fuel costs, as I mentioned, and that. Even then, with with bills rising, it is often difficult for businesses to afford to make the necessary upgrades, at least for the upfront costs, to install, upgrade their equipment or to change out their lights. And there's a barrier to understanding of how quickly those pay for themselves. So those are those are challenges as well. 
But Hawaii Energy has, for the last 12 years, really been focused on, on overcoming those challenges through a number of our programs. So I like to think that every day's challenge is an opportunity. Part of your 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 biggest work is developing initiatives, is 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 getting creating programs that actually work. Can you tell us about some of the ones in recent years and some of the ones that you're working on now that that maybe we're not quite aware of, but that you're really proud of because they're actually in place? Oh yes, this is a great question. I'm so excited. <laughs> so as part of our COVID recovery plans, when you know when COVID hit and there was a call for action across all of stakeholders in the energy space to do what we could to help soften the impact of, of increased at-home time, increasing bills. Uh, we designed a number of programs to help from an economic relief perspective. One that has been incredibly successful is our Empower grant program that has distributed over $450,000 in incentives uh, to small businesses through a, a grant mechanism to help with upgrading equipment. So help offset the cost for many restaurants and food service providers. They had to change their business model completely. You would There was more need for refrigeration. A lot of businesses using old, old refrigerators that have a ton of energy use. So our grant targeted those customers to help them buy new equipment and reduce operating costs sub substantially. And this was at a time when business was was slowed. Operating costs don't go down. You still have to keep all your produce cold. You have to, you know, keep the lights on, air conditioning. So when margins are are sh shrink like that, the look looking at electric bills was one of the most critical things to help keep people above water. So that was an amazing program. And then more recently, we've launched our Power Move program, which is really exciting as it focuses on reducing peak demand in light of the upcoming AES coal plant shutdown, which has raised concerns around capacity and the availability of enough power generation with its retirement in, in September of 2022. So this, this September. Uh, this program focuses on helping customers reduce their electricity usage during that peak period from five to nine when the, the most generation is, is being utilized on the grid. So it has two parts to it. It is one that's a, an increased rebate for customers for demand flexibility, reducing, you know, upgrading their equipment so that they reduce what their load is at that key time. And then we also have a new to the efficiency portfolio, we have a commercial battery storage program. So this really targets building our clean energy future through the adoption of batteries uh, to help with flexible load and offset the and utilize solar generation, storing it and then offsetting demand in the evening. So this is really new and cutting edge for efficiency programs. And we're collaborating closely with HECO and the utility to deploy this program. When you say batteries, I, I presume you're talking about like generators and large battery powered things, not just like, you know, increasing your use of your double A's. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Very good clarification. I think the, the best, most common example is like a Tesla battery that you see in, you know, your garage that you put in with your solar system. Um, but some of the commercial size are, are much larger and they help large facilities to store their 
solar generation and utilize the dispatch it. So utilize it at a time when it's most opportune to save them money on their electric bills. And they provide a ton of flexibility in how you use energy. That is a very exciting program that I'm sure people listening right now, it's the first time they're hearing about it. Is a big part of your work getting the work that you're doing out to the public and educating the public on what you're actually doing? Because it seems to me that if we know about it, we're going to want to adopt it. Absolutely. And we always joke, it's hard to even sell free at times when people are are busy with your daily life. There are so many other things, especially for business owners, where you have a slew of responsibilities that take away that take up your time. And so thinking about energy usage and thinking about your electric bills is is an afterthought. And that's where we really focus on our, our communication strategies and building a network of clean energy allies. So the trade allies that are out doing this work day in and day out, providing them support, building workforce capacity to make this information as accessible as possible so that it does become second nature. But it takes time and we have to think of things get very creative in how we're providing these solutions and even in the words we use is it you know grants and incentives uh, and also part partnerships in the community are are critical to deployment of programs successfully so caroline sometimes it's such a big huge worrying topic right for ordinary people i think you know, just the whole climate change, what we're seeing happening in front of us is really quite terrifying to those of us who are living through it and have been the cause of it. But as you said earlier, electricity is something that we don't see it. We don't see how much we're using. We don't know what kind of an impact we're having until we get that bill every month coming in. And you look at it kind of puzzled. I know I've spent lots of time reducing the energy in our home. And I still every month look at that bill and go, nope, none of that worked. And I'll call and say, why didn't it? I'm not alone in that. My question, I think, is can we bring it all the way down to just us in our homes? How can ordinary people start to be more aware of their energy usage in a practical sense, like knowing we need to take all of these adapters out at night or we need to switch these off or how can we be more efficient? How can we learn more about what to do? And what can we do? What are some, give us some help, give us some tips on what we can do. Absolutely. You know, the power does lie with us when it comes to managing how we use electricity. And I have a couple tips that I think are really important. There are some sometimes often overlooked, very, very often overlooked, pardon me. Taking inventory of what is in your house and using electric and using electricity plugged in is a really important exercise. And that can be a family exercise too. It doesn't just have to be one person in the household. We have children, uh, taking, taking a look around at nighttime. How many lights do I have on? What are, what are my big pieces, uh, big appliances, water heating, refrigeration? Just getting a sense of how. Uh, what is on and what is being utilized is, is a first step. And then the next step is really adjusting those things that are low and no cost. So conservation, which is truly just changing how things are operating, turning off all those lights, um, turning off the TV when you're not in the room, and um, you can add a timer onto your water heater. That's a really effective low cost way to reduce the the um 
element being on all the time to really manage when the water is getting hot. So those are some low and no cost things. And then looking at the types of equipment, I had mentioned lighting. Lighting can use up to 20, 30 in a a house. It, It can be a substantial energy hog if you're not using the right types of lighting. So LED lights are absolutely a must for for houses here in in Hawaii. We change it out. They use 90% less energy than a traditional old Edison incandescent bulb. And they're available. Hawaii Energy has a program right now, a special for Earth Month, actually. We you can get a six pack of LED lights at Costco for $3 and 49 cents. So yeah, so head on over and we, so looking at your lighting and then when you're looking to make some more substantial upgrades, it's working, visit our website. We have a number of tips and we have a whole database of clean energy allies that work through our program that can help you optimize your air conditioning and your solar water heating. So those things that are, or your water heating to solar water heating. So there's, there's a lot of things that we have available uh you can give us a call too um because we we're here to help and everyone has the power to really make a difference it's just making sure they have the information to to empower them to do so is it significant like if everybody really took it seriously in their own homes can we really make a huge difference in our energy usage I think every bit matters, but we I have to look at it from a portfolio perspective. So it's not just within our homes, it's within our commercial facilities as well. Collectively, our built environment buildings take up uh, contribute about 40% of our greenhouse gas emissions, so that is very significant. And efficiency and conservation is one piece of the puzzle, and then our source of generation is the other. So as we drive to adopt more clean energy production, solar, wind, uh, solar plus battery to optimize when we use our electricity, that all is very significant, and it needs to go hand in hand. Are are you always or... A large part of the time now being brought in when there are new buildings going up, when there are new huge developments, is it a requirement that Hawaii Energy is consulted now? I mean, are you, do you ever see a development that's gone up and, and think, well, we didn't know about that? So our, we have a team of energy advisors that are subject matter experts and different sectors, and we're closely monitoring all of new construction opportunities and working with developers. So here in Hawaii, we have a good sense of what is coming. One of the challenges and what we work hard every day to overcome is that the design aspect of a, of a, development or a property can be phenomenal. But as costs start to increase with the actual construction, the most efficient equipment can be designed out. And so they're looking to use the least first costs. And that for the life cycle and for the operator of a home or a building does not bode well. So that's really where we target our efforts is to ensure that the rebates that we have help to make that decision a no-brainer. You always go with the most efficient piece of equipment that will ultimately be better across the lifetime of the of the home. And for our local business, our smaller local businesses, is it the same advice? Go to your website, give you a call. There's solutions and answers to all of their energy needs there. 
Absolutely. And we do have small business specialists, but I will put a plug in for a program that they can consider right now from wherever you're listening, which is our energy advantage program. And this essentially focuses on a complete retrofit of your lighting at mostly free of cost for small businesses. So up to upgrades to LED lighting, we've seen some great savings anywhere from 20 to 50% on your electric wow. bills. And this is specific to ensure that our local small businesses have access to energy efficiency and affordably and regularly. It's really such a great way to celebrate Earth Month is to take, take the time. It will take a little bit of time, but do it. Take stock of your business Ask someone to come and help you. If you're looking at reducing, whether it's at home or in your business, your energy costs by 20, 30, 40, or even 50%, it's a huge impact over the next 20 yeah. to 30 years. So that will be the message we leave people with is to celebrate Earth Month, just look inward, look at what you're doing, what you're using, and see how you can change that. And that's a great deal at Costco too, so... For, for the light bulbs. You've you've been involved in this kind of work for a long time and your degree from McGill was in um environment and and development. Is it something that you've been interested in your whole life? We, did you always want to come into the field of saving the planet? So my love and passion for this field started when I was in sophomore year of high school where I took an, an environmental science class. And at that point, it really just opened my eyes to an area of the sciences that intersect with human uh, community behavior so readily. So it was this perfect place of people and environment. And, and it spurred my my focus in college and I had the opportunity to live in Panama my senior year and work directly at the intersection of community and development and environmental conservation. And from there, I got very passionate about sustainable energy systems. Fast forward, I landed in Kona in 2007 and started doing some work with the Kohala Center, which is an amazing organization. And that dovetailed into work with Hawaii Energy. And so it wasn't a linear path, but it was always under this umbrella of people, environment, and impact. And my uh, Hawaii Energy is just such an amazing organization to work with because our work is so multifaceted. We touch businesses across all sectors. We develop programs that have real energy savings and bill savings, and we provide workforce development and professional development to build community capacity. And we really see clean energy policy in action every day. So you take it all the way from the policy level to the implementation level. And to me, that's the most gratifying work. Yes, to see change and, and to give us hope that it's not too late, right? I think, I think that's the one thing that, that people are starting to come to realize as we hear so often of the damage that's been done. But if we feel that we can redress some kind of balance, then it leaves us with a little bit of hope. Okay, everyone. So that's your job for Earth Month. Take it seriously this year and go and look at what you can do to change. I have to say, I always look forward to those little Hawaii energy um, letters coming to my home where they tell me how I'm doing. And I and it sounds really sad, but I really try and do better every month on that little graph. 
<laughs> Next month, I'm really going to make a difference. We know you can do it. <laughs> Caroline Carr is the Deputy Director of Hawaii Energy. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks so much for having me. You've been listening to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, brought to you by Altruist. I'm Joe McGarry. Join us next time for more stories of Hawaii's business.